Welcome back to this week's edition of Men and the Machine. It's going to be a little sloshy, a little sloppy, and a little slurry. The Triple S situation here because we have had... Oh, sorry. Let me introduce my... Okay, yeah, we have got just the facts himself on the other end of the microphone. I mean, I'm... Yeah, I got nothing but facts here. I'm Jake, you know? It's just the facts, Jake. And uh, we started with uh, making some martinis, which is two shots of gin and a shot of vermouth, roughly two and a third drinks. Yeah, somewhere like that. Yeah, yeah something yeah. like that. Uh, and we have another one ready for us. So if I slur, that is my crest bear. Some people, when they get drunk, fall over when they're walking or they misinterpret. I get slurry. I, I usually don't slur. I get very talkative. Yes. And I mean, no, obviously when you get super drunk that you're to the point you can't remember the next day. That's you know. different. Yeah. yeah. But well, so you've seen it at work. When I'm typing, I type way faster than I'm thinking. Okay. Like the words that come out of my mouth have not been run by the proof. You haven't thought about what you think. Yeah. So when saying, I get yeah. drunk and I start being able to do that at a more freeing rate, my mouth can't keep up with what I'm trying to say. It's like a typo on a computer. I'm like I try to say something and I'm losing it, so I just kind of mix it together. Oh, it's, yeah, I get that. It's like, not a direct slur, but it's a slur. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I don't slur. I'm already to that point where I get very talkative. Yeah. I, I I just won't shut up when I start. Well, so you might have heard it. I almost messed up Men of the Machine. The the machine part got a little jump in there, and I was like, oh, God, I can't. I have to explain why. That's what, that's what this whole explanation is about. If you caught that slur... All right, hey, don't judge me. I didn't get it now. I might get it later. Pl- Planet Fitness, judgment-free zone up in this bitch. Yeah, no lonking. If no lo- lonking? Lonking. Lonking, yeah, yeah lonk alert. Have you ever... I've set off the lonk alarm before. Seriously? Yeah. I mean, I get it, obviously. My younger brother but... sets it off all the time. Because... Well, he's... Yeah, Lucas seems like the dude who drops weights. Not that he, like, grunts or calls people out. He seems like a weight dropper. Uh, he... I've never gone to the gym with him, but, okay. you know, you've seen him. He, and also, by the way, for the record, his name is Nick. It's allegedly. <laughs> but. R. Kelly yeah. is innocent. <laughs> R. Kelly. Yeah, allegedly. I mean, there's video of him being on the grill. Let's be honest. Allegedly. But, but yeah, I've never gone to the gym with Nick, but he is significantly more fit than anyone else in my family. Yeah, he's buff, dude. You're yeah. lanky. DJ's chunky. He's buff. Yeah. Everybody's got their cross to bear. Yep. What was I going to say there? Irrelevant. Who knows? Um, so today we're going to talk about, I got my handy dandy iPad here for a specific reason. We are going to talk about the worst fandoms of, I think we'll keep it, we're going to keep it TV shows, correct? Usually, yeah. T- I, I haven't thought of anything like, well, so, uh, no, I, I, I do have some movie stuff in there, but it's well, just in general fandoms. Yes. Fandoms as a whole, the worst ones. This came up at work because anyone will know I am a... And if you listen to Men of the Machine for a while there while season three was going on, we would do a recap of it at the end of the episode in which mostly I would just be talking and Patrick would go, uh-huh, uh-huh. Just like uh, I'm doing right now. Yeah, exactly. Rick and Morty is my big thing, but I understand the hate that comes with being a Rick and Morty fan. Yeah, so I have watched all of Rick and Morty now, and I I agree with Kevin. It is fantastic. Uh, so I, I love Rick and Morty. So I so good. I, it's not a show to the point... For me, where I'll put it on and just, you know, I'll just watch an episode randomly. But so, the oh, show is fantastic. I love Dan Harmon. Community is on probably one of my favorite shows of all time it's at all, this it's point. A, it's an all right show. 
It's a it's a it's an above average show. You you might hear some brawling on this. It's, this I'm just broad, saying this, this so podcast might have some brawls. Me one, and Kevin are going to start. There is one fandom I'm going to bring up that's going to hit you hard, and that's fine. So we'll talk about them all. We're going to mm-hmm. talk about them all. But Rick and Morty for me is so I used to be one of those jackass fans back before. I believe that. So earlier today, I was judging a friend of ours, and I said, as a person of lesser intelligence, I call this person dumb. We'll mm-hmm. leave it at that. We're not going to go. Yep. No, no, no. We're so names when in Rick and Morty season two was going on, I was one of those guys like, this is the most intelligent show on TV. Like this is, and just because I was so enamored in everything ahead. I feel like with Rick I've and Morty, back. I've come back on. Yeah, that. I feel like with Rick and Morty, that's the people that feel they are a Rick. Yeah. So anyone and who no watched one, Rick, everyone's no one's a, a Rick. Everyone's a Morty. Everyone if you like Rick in, and Morty. Yeah. Everyone who watched Rick and Morty, you're a Morty. It's but everyone who watched Rick and Morty thinks they're a Rick. Yeah. No. That's you, a, everyone who watched it, they're, they're the Rick. They they <laughs> they saw rough, this coming. That's a rough awakening right there. But I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm sorry to all you people out there. Well, you're all Morty. So I've come around on it. I no longer say that at all because me and Logan got into a big argument about what was a more thought out show i'm not going to use the word intelligent because to be honest if you write for a tv show and you watch tv shows unless it's frazier it's not very come on yeah, frazier I mean, is the original yeah there's there's shows that are intelligent so we got into a big argument over which was a more well thought out better with continuity show rick and morty or futurama that was our it's thing fu- uh, futurama man okay you can say hold on uh, you can say that and that's fine and i will most likely agree at this point in my life at the mm-hmm. time i did not yeah but at this point too so me and DJ were talking, and he started to point out all of these different fandoms and why they're jackasses. And mm-hmm. I allegedly will watch an episode of Rick and Morty at some point in the day at work. Mm-hmm. Or I, I usually only get about 14 minutes in it before I get guilty and go back to my desk. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. I mean, I used to be like that, too. Like, especially, you know, before I got to where I am now. Yeah. You know, I'm in a much better place than I was, you know, yeah. a year ago. But I used to, you know, I would go to the bathroom, and it w- I'd be in there. Allegedly. Know, yeah, no. I, this is all hypothetical. Yeah, you know, I would never do this. No, this is, okay. don't do this at work. This is bad. <laughs> yes, but yes. I would, you know, I would, you know, if if I was so inclined, if I had the ability to, I would play Hearthstone, yeah. or I would watch, you know, an episode of Supernatural or something like that at my desk or at the bathroom, something like that. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, you know, not allowed. Don't do that. No, bad. No. Do your work at work. So on review of Rick and Morty season three, which I still hold is the best season of the show, even though. Certain people will disagree, DJ. Um, the, the, the most memorable episode from that to me is probably the one I can actually remember at all times. And please correct me if I'm wrong here, cool. but it's okay. the. Uh, I am completely. If you give blank. me the thing, I'll give you the title. I mean, you're going to know the title as soon as I say it. I just don't want to sound stupid. Okay, okay. But The Vindicators. The Vindicators. That's my. Okay. That's Woo! the episode I right. always remember. In that is season three, right? I'm not. Yes, I'm yes, not, yes, yes. No, that is I'm season not three, episode four. It is my favorite show, and it's called The Vindicators Three. Yeah, which it's not. It's, it's called. Only, it's the only time they actually see the Vindicators, right? Yes. It implies that yeah. at some point in the past they had dealt with the Vindicators. Yes, but uh, once and, ri- and then at one point we're doing Vindicators Two, and yeah. he's getting all excited, and it turns out they already did yeah, one because Rick's such a jerk they didn't want to call exactly. So. Season three has definitely two, Pickle but Rick. maybe no. Pickle Rick is low on so my list. Pickle Rick is very memorable because you know you have all the once again we're going back to the toxic fandom thing. Pickle Rick, yeah. woo! Oh well, so that was the thing about okay. So here, okay, we're going off. I gotta just I gotta lay this down on you. Forgive me two seconds. So 
I treat Rick and Morty like your English teacher treats Shakespeare. Have you seen the meme going around about when they say that the uh, curtain is blue? And then the teacher says that it that represents their depression for their loss okay. of this, that. So and then, you read very far. And the artist more. just goes, the curtain was fucking blue. <laughs> That's me with Rick and Morty. I look that deep. Yeah, so I, 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 I'm sorry. I feel like that is a lot of... Dan- I, I feel like, I mean, obviously you're probably reading too much into it. Uh, but Maybe. I don't me, know. So let but me say this. Dan Harmon is very, he's a very good writer. He's amazing. Yeah. yeah he's, Dan, he's, like, I mean, everything he you, does. You see it, like I said, in Community, like the season he wasn't involved in, you can <sighs> tell oh, he was. It's not, so bad. I wouldn't say it's Dude, bad. It's bad. Okay. it's not, That's what made me almost stop watching Community. There were good episodes. The season in general, like if that was yeah. the first season of Community, it shouldn't have gotten a second. So let's season. say, let's say, so the season had what fourteen episodes? It wasn't the, a twenty okay. episode. Episode. The only episode I remember from that season mm-hmm. is the one where they're playing the lava game. <laughs> that one was good. That's the only episode okay, I remember. You know what? Checkmate. You got me. That's a good. But episode. like I said, that is the only episode well, that I can pick out as in that season. Isn't the Nothing pillow else. fort in season four? No, the pillow fort is season. I think that's the finale of. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's the that's. I know it's late in. That's the, the show, one that's yeah. done as a Ken Burns documentary, and then it turns into like Star Wars slash Star Trek. Yes. Or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, I think that's season. Three. Let me explain why. So season three has two of definitively two of my favorite episodes of of all of Rick and Morty, and that is the Vindicators, my actual favorite, and Rest and Relaxation, the toxic episode. Okay. I do remember Fucking that episode. That episode yeah. dude. If you listen to a previous episode of Machine, I can't give you the answer or the number. I go into super detail about that. But no, I mean, I like that episode a lot because it 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 goes real like you know this about me. I'm very big into character development. Yes. And like, season 3 is the first one that really just yeah. freaking And mm. that episode is the first season where you see that the part of Rick that Rick thinks is bad uh-huh. is the fact that he actually cares about Morty and his family. Yes. And that's the big thing you see in that that's, episode. That's the big wrap-up at the end. He yeah. just shoots Morty, and he's like, I don't care, bro. I know you do. Yeah. And it turns out the bad Rick is what. Yeah. And what Rick thinks is bad is that he cares, uh, and that is the... Oh, uh, it's so I, good. Now that you bring that episode up, like, that's so good. That okay, is, hold on, hold on. Let me back up. Let me back up. So, the Rick and Morty fandom does this kind of stuff all the time. They look way too deep into every little thing. They point out all these stupid mm-hmm. theories about this, that, and the other. At the end of season two finale, that crazy cliffhanger. You talking about the... Was that the Poopy Butthole thing? Yeah. Well, that was the season with Mr. Poopy Butthole. That was, yeah. Oh, boy. The Sanchez oh, surely, surely got him into something. Yeah, that yeah. episode. People came up with all this bullshit. Pickle Rick is the perfect example of Dan Harmon, Ryan Ridley... And which, by the way, Ryan Ridley does not get enough credit. Everyone says Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon. Like, they're it. I mean, that's because they're the main show. Ryan Riddler is the right. Ryan Ridley is the writer, though. Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland are the showrunners, and one is the main voice character. Yeah, so basically they're... Ridley writes everything. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyways, so the fandom does this often, right? Mm -hmm. It's very clear. Season three, midway, or season three, when it first came out, everyone knew the fandom was this sort of like over-the-top, fucking egotistical bullshit. Where yeah, just you, like, you think of Rick and Morty fandom, and you think of the guy literally in the middle of the mall screaming, Pickle Rick! Exactly. So that episode fucking shoves it back in your face in the first 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Rick calls Morty in. Morty's like, what is going on? He says this silly stuff about, you know, is this a camera? Is everything a camera? Because Rick is capable mm-hmm. of anything, yada, yada. Season three was over-the-top self-referential, but we're not going to get into that. Anyways, 
very beginning, they t- put it back in your face. Morty's talking to Pickle Rick, and he's like, why did you do this? Are pickles immortal? Is this immortal? And Rick literally says, Morty, don't look too deep into it. I turned myself into a pickle. Yeah. And Justin Roy, or not Justin Roy, sorry, Dan Harmon specifically said, yeah, stop taking our shit seriously. No, we write a comedy yeah. show. I agree. That's 100% and, what it is. Like, everyone, like, tries to read this deeper meaning yeah. out of shows, and when in the end, it's just like, this is funny. This yeah, is cool. Yeah, like, this you, is a- you want to see this happen just because, you know, it's entertaining. Why not? And, and... At the end of that scene, right before the, the opening credits start, mm-hmm. Morty has this dumb look on his face. Everything Rick does blows Morty's mind. And yep. at this point in time, Morty's just like... And why? Why right. does this happen? Like, yeah, why does the- this matter? Like, why'd you make yourself big? Yeah. No one cares. And then the show goes on, and it becomes a very in-depth episode. I mean, no, Rick so- almost dies just because he didn't want to go to therapy, yada, yada. But yeah, the so opening- I'm going to say the Pickle Rick episode is probably... Uh, aside from the episode with the uh, the rest and relax- relaxation, it's probably oh, one of the biggest. It. It's probably one of the biggest like character development shows well, or episodes, episodes yeah. for Rick. And it's all it's all subtle. Like it's not like at the end of the episode, like Rick realizes this big thing about it. It's just it's the, the realization therapy. at the end that yeah. like Rick is actually just like he's really afraid of the fact that he actually you know that he has a family Dude, that season... he does care about his family and that you know what could happen that matters so, and what could happen to him matters you're you're totally right but it's hard to say it's the most this show season 3 specifically season 2 starts it season 3 hits at home the finale alone me and DJ talked about this at work the finale alone where he's willing to sacrifice his entire like ideal of being crazy for his family yeah. So DJ said this season three finale was lame, and he's like, I know it was supposed to be, and then I told him my thoughts on why it was supposed to be. I can't act, uh, to be honest, I can't remember what the season three they finale They fight is. the president. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I do, I do. Okay, I remember that. Yeah, that was... So the finale I said, I is... I that was lackluster. So, exactly. Exactly. So the finale is the very... I'm only going to talk about the last five minutes. Rick beats the president specifically mm-hmm. to give Morty a selfie. That alone is cool. He's like, yep. I'm doing this just for Morty. I'm not even... Actually, the, it opens like that. He's down in the fighting the gagu in the mm-hmm. the bowels of the White House, and he's like, yeah. "Oh, this sucks." And Morty's like, "This does suck." And he's like, "Wait, you don't like it?" He's only doing this specifically for Morty. Mm-hmm. Very. No, yeah. Let's that's... move to the end of the episode. Right. Go straight to the end. He is excommunicated from the United States. The yep. president hates him. The government hates him, and he chooses to fake that he left. So he goes to kill Jerry, mm-hmm. and he decides instead, "Fuck it, the family's good." Yep. He chooses to go fake being a different Rick so that he can live in this universe because there's infinite. And he, uh, so that the president no longer hates Rick. He goes back home to his family. And the last line is the whole point of the goddamn episode. Again, this is a Shakespearean overlook. Mm -hmm. And and Beth says, uh, it's going to be just like season one. We're back to normal, normal family, no more of the shit. Mm -hmm. And uh rick says oh god damn it i'm gonna hate myself for misquoting this but anyways he says what got me to this point of being the lowest member on the family Mm -hmm. he literally gives up his ability to travel any universe become the master of anything for the sake of well the family's happy yeah i mean that's the biggest thing oh it's great yeah that's the the biggest thing to me that i like about rick and morty because you know i we me and you have talked you know extensively Dude, about you what, gotta watch it all the way through again yeah you have to i, I agree with you me and you've talked extensively about like the biggest thing i like in shows is character development and character driven shows so so like the, the biggest yeah, thing about yeah. rick that, like rick more that i like is that like you know the whole show rick is like you know giving off this you know persona of well, i don't care like i'm the, i'm the, literally the smartest person in the world 
I don't care what well, happens. But in reality, he cares so much about but his But they family. do a good job of postponing that. Yep. Because in season one, Rick Potion number nine, I think it's episode six, he literally destroys the planet he's living on. His, mm-hmm. as far as, excuse me, as far as you know, his original universe, which it definitely isn't, but that's all we have to go that, on. Is that the one with the... Uh, he the, turns uh, everyone into Cronenberg. Yeah, that's one of the Cronenbergs. Okay. He just destroys that world and leaves. And yeah, then he and goes to another one where his people, people die, die and yeah. he's, he takes their place. For yeah. all we know, he's done that a thousand times, but it, but he, this is the first time we see it. Yeah, I know when Rick and Morty, the Rick that we're following is supposed to be like the, the Rickiest Rick of all. I'm the Rickiest Rick of all you people. That's why yeah. he destroys the Citadel. Yeah, so Rick. he's supposed to be like the, you know, the best Rick of all the Ricks. But, so... We'll wrap this up. We've gone too long on Rick and Morty. We're supposed to be talking about fandoms. I mean, Rick and Morty is a good show. I am a fan of it. It's so good, dude. But uh, I will start this. The Rick and Morty fandom, probably one of the worst uh, fandoms. Okay, well, we'll get to In that. the world we'll, of fandoms. We'll get to that. As you know how much I love The Office, Rick and Morty is almost 1B. So Rick, the office. So you're is saying one. that. So you're saying that Rick and Morty might rival the office. It might rival show. the office. So we don't. So what you're saying is Rick and Morty hasn't gone far enough yet to be your favorite show. But if it keeps going at this no. trajectory, no, it no. will be your favorite show. It has gone far enough. I'm just terrified to say I like something. So you don't. You don't want to say that something is better than the office. The office is my creme de la creme. The office is my baseline. Your office is my scrubs. I would say my office is your Firefly. So okay, I'm sorry. Firefly is not my favorite show. Oh. It's Firefly. your Buffy. No, no. My, my, fa- my The show that I always what? go back to, the show that I always can watch, the show that I watch literally habitually every year is Scrubs. So the reason why that's hard for me to say that is because you don't talk about Scrubs unless it comes up. The problem is... I'll so- talk about The Office all day, but yeah. you only talk about Scrubs when the Scrubs comes up. Yeah. The, the issue between me and you is I talk about Firefly with you because I'm trying to get you to watch Firefly. I'm almost there. So Four more episodes, baby. Me and Alex... We'll quote Scrubs to each other. Like, that's the thing. Like, Scrubs is the... F- it's, it's literally the original show I got it's, super it's so into. I, there I is like... not a show I can think of before Scrubs Ooh. that I was super passionate Ooh. about. And that's that's why Scrubs is probably my favorite show. So, I've, I liked Scrubs way before... We could go into the whole backstory. The Office is hilarious. I didn't watch it till it was in its, like, fifth season. My buddy Colton was like... Dude, you should check out this show. It's really funny. It's like the camera guy's actually holding it. And he gave me mm-hmm. the worst description ever. It was at this point on syndication on TBS. So it was a poor description of what, an, you know, he, he basically told you, you know, this is a mockumentary. Exactly. But yeah. Um, and it was in syndication at this point. It was in its, I think, live in its fifth season. So mm-hmm. I was watching it in its like third season on yep. TBS. Loved it. But Scrubs, I liked before that. Scrubs was something I I don't remember now. But I knew exactly when on Comedy Central it was showing up. Yeah. I would come home and be like, okay, I've got seven minutes till Scrubs is on. So Scrubs is up there. I can't remember the exact time. I, I know the time frame. It was somewhere yeah. between 11 and 1 Scrubs. Came Something, on yeah. But so I, I'm actually in a similar boat. I didn't watch Scrubs as it was current. Okay. That I, got, was, I was the opposite. So I got... You know, I I was aware of Scrubs. I liked Scrubs. Like, you know, when a show was on, I would watch it. Yeah. But I wasn't like, you know, I know every episode at this point. The nice thing but about I, Scrubs, it doesn't really have a fandom. You can just like it. No, that's... A, that, that, you can just I, like I, it. I agree. So Scrubs is one of those shows that I feel... I've never heard of the term toxic fandom and yeah. Scrubs. In the same, no. No one's like... Yeah, there's all these people out there, you know, picking Scrubs should come back <laughs> <Yeah>. or Scrubs <laughs> should never be killed. People love Turk. It's no. Like, okay, in yeah, we general, know. actually... In general, the fandom agrees. 
Scrubs should have ended when it ended. So, so like Scrubs should have ended finale, at season eight. Season eight finale is this perfect. Is I literally get oh, emotional. It's so good. Oh, it's I, so good. I get to the point where I'm almost crying, oh. thinking of that last scene where JD is walking through the hall. It's and good. Every character who was in the show at any ever, point, ever, yeah, is there, and it's just like this was my life. Ah, oh, it's so good. Like, Scrubs oh, so to good. me is the show that I can always watch, and I am never upset that I have seen oh. an episode of Scrubs. There is not, even when I, I have to acknowledge that this episode was not that good, I love you still Scrubs. Enjoy. Although, can I just say one thing? Okay. I have this problem with a lot of shows, and I have a major problem with it with Angela and Dwight. Constant get-together, get, break-up okay. thing, which I it started I, a long I, time I, ago. I hate Elliot. No! Elliot's my favorite! I know Elliot's your favorite. I hate <laughs> no. Elliot. And I imagine that's where you're going to with so, the, so that's what the, the, the fact that JD is always in love with Elliot. and well, that. So there's one specific moment. When she breaks up with Sean for JD, okay. and literally the next episode he goes... I'm not in love with you at yep. Chris and or Turkey. Yeah, I mean, it's literally in that it's in that episode, that exact episode. He is like, he you know sh- he breaks up with Sean. She she, sorry, she breaks up she with breaks Sean. up with Sean to be with JD, uh-huh. and she says to him, "So now that you've gotten everything you ever wanted, how do you feel?" And he thinks to himself, his inner monologue is like, "I don't know," or yeah, something. Yeah, it's yeah. something along those lines. Like it's super relatable. Everybody it's something like that's that. like yeah. I don't know or like. I actually didn't expect ever be. It's something to those point, and that is like you know, everyone's been there. Like, dude, it. So, anyways, let me let me let me get there. So, with that being said, how much I hate that, and I still have my super major issues with Angela from The Office. The final season, season eight, when him mm-hmm. and 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 uh, Elliot get together for good, yep. and they go to the janitor's wedding and all that stuff. Yep. That's actually my favorite season. No, of the when show. he says to the, like. That's my favorite yeah. season of the whole the show. The thing to me that it actually like tears me up is when he says to Elliot, "I love you more than Turk." You can't say that. Like that's the thing. Like the entire season, it's like God that is I love. Yeah. don't compromise. Okay, that is probably one of my favorite. I mean, you know, other yeah. guys. It's the best episode <laughs> you, of that whole show. You know that I love like musicals in general. Yeah, like in <laughs> musicals gen- are great. In general, my favorite episode of a series is when they decide to do a musical for whatever reason yep and everyone does but i i love the jd turk like relationship that is similar to like that 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 relationship to me is like equivalent to me and alex okay this is a good time okay so have i told you about the time franny thought i was gay I mean, I think you have. You, you, yeah, you told me about the time where he, she sig- seriously asked you, so, are you gay? So, I have always related to bromances, as they're called. The super key, like, niche, no, I mean, shitty that's, that's, term. I hate it so much, no, but anyways. I mean, that's the thing, like... I've always related to that. Yeah, like, having a relationship with your girlfriend, fiancé, wife, uh, your wife, whatever, like... That is, you know, that's its own thing. It's its yeah. own. Entity. And that's the thing, like the, to be have to have a friend, mm-hmm. you know, someone who you are not, you know, putting your dick in. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, allegedly. Every now and then, you just got it, right. Yeah. But you know, to have that person who you can trust implicitly. Yeah. Like you can tell them anything and just trust that that secret or whatever is between you and them. They aren't going to go, you know, tell everyone. Okay, that happened. so hold on, we got to bail because I'm going to get way too deep here. Way too fast. Okay. I have... There's a reason I move a lot. 
Mm-hmm. I have a lot of trust issues that I've told you about. Mm-hmm. So I got to bail on this yeah, topic you, real fast. Yeah, you've told me very fast. You have a very strict belief of okay. what you think a friend should be. And that when someone doesn't live up to that expectation, you I bail. immediately are yeah. like, yeah. So, so I've had one or two Turk JD moments. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, neither of them I talk to anymore. Not because I don't like them. Just because fucking life happens. Yeah. Like, you, you got shit going on. One of them is... Uh, Oh, fuck what Josh I can't remember his last name for the life of me it's driving me nuts Josh he was this guy who I worked with for only three okay. months at Best Buy his girlfriend got pregnant he got a better job cool mm-hmm. I got a, be- a different job not better but cool we actually called each other chocolate bear and vanilla bear because he was black he mm-hmm. was my Turk and then another friend is uh uh Greg who unfortunately I don't talk to anymore just because he's one of those guys who and I actually joked about this in the group chat at work I look up to people aggressively. Mm-hmm. If you do something I think is cool, I'm like, oh, I want to be that cool. Kevin, and I do you do you look up to me? It's not time for this. Jake. No, it's not. So it's not the, what are you telling me? It's not, you're telling not, me I'm shit. It's not the time. I'm not good enough for you. No, to no, look no. Up no to it's me. not. It's not the Damn, time. Damn, man, this. you just put me in my so, place. So I joked about it in the group chat with Albie. Like I say, oof now uncontrollably. Yeah, you know, I mean, you are. A, I'm, you're you're a relationship chameleon. Yes, exactly. I if, can't remember what show that's from. I'll take it. I, but know. I know I know that is from something I've seen, and it is the relationship chameleon. It's yeah, some, it's I actually, what I do. I, I believe it, it is definitely from Scrubs, <laughs> and Probably. it is to describe JD. Probably. I believe that is what it's from. I, I, and I'm, I'm going to feel really bad if, if I am wrong. If that's not true. Well, if I am wrong, I am probably going to feel really bad. So while bad I'm talking, myself. I'll Google it on my iPad. So I, I dive way too deep into relationships. I've had many people who... Like, so I moved away from Saratoga Springs. Yep. I, okay, I don't regret it, but mm-hmm. Jason Kuvion, Beaker. Okay. Bill. Yeah, you've told me about Beaker. Beaker. I've, how can I not talk about yeah. Beaker? Um, Bill is one of my favorite people I ever met because he's just genuine. He didn't yep. show interest in anyone he didn't care about, and I love him. Alyssa mm-hmm. was phenomenal. Tim was awesome. Lauren, his yep. girlfriend, was awesome. And I regret moving away from them, but at the time... They weren't. I I will cuddle a br- a bro. You'll, I will legitimately. So you're saying you will lay in, you'll be laying on the couch, and you will you will be like, I'm cold, and you'll be like, oh, and I will I'll warm lean, me up. I'll lean onto your chest yeah. and not feel a homoerotic or b like I'm no, you're dating just, you. I will just, just be trying like, to help you guy get, get I'll warm. feel good about it, yeah. and it takes a lot for a guy to be there. And those people in yeah. Connecticut er, in uh, Saratoga weren't living up to that, and I was like, fuck it, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. I, I know so. One thing that it scares Christy a lot, and honestly, like, at this point, it's starting to, like, concern me at all, is because of your, you know, willingness to move away, like, we want you to stay. Like, you have quickly, you have quickly become one of my best friends. Like, I have known you for less than a year. I have known you since, what, December? Fucking, I just got a, a Facebook thing that reminded me something me and Christy did. And I was like, where's Jake? Oh, right. I didn't know Jake yeah. at this time. Like, I have known you probably from December when Christy said... Uh, no, no, no. Hold on. It was in... Um, it was after overnights. Yeah. So it was in January it where I had a game night at my friend. Yeah, my it house. wasn't that long. I remember thinking, wow, Christy went into the game night with some dude I don't know... I want to go Very to Very handsome dude, by the way. Throw yeah, that I in. mean, you are, you're, you're a beautiful man. Pepper it in. Yeah, That's you're all I'm asking. Man. I remember thinking to myself, I don't know this person. I would like to be there just because I don't know who this is, who is my, you know, 
my girlfriend's, you know, pretty good friend at this point. I want to meet this person. Actually, me and Christy had a bunch of conversations at work where she, and obviously you know your fiance really well. Mm -hmm. She has never been the best at making friends. She has friends, but she's never been the best. And I was like, Christy, you're my friend. Like, just shoved it right down in there. I mean, Christy is very, you know, she's very anxious. Like, she is. Yep. She is very, like, afraid. You know what's the perfect word? What's that? Timid. Yeah, no, I can see that. And she is very afraid of, like... Like, she will say anything you want her to say as long as you won't be mad at her. Or as long as you're willing to still be her friend after. Hold on, wait. It's really quiet out there? Are they listening to us? I don't think so, but they might be. Who knows? But No, they're not. I heard giggle. We're good. We're quick. Either way, like... So the point is, like... In all honesty, the only reason I ever met you is because I wanted to meet... Who was becoming a friend of my fiance's, and you that's are general. Yeah, you that's are fair. honestly like if it wasn't because I knew Alex for so long, me and Alex for so long, you would be my best <sighs> I friend. I love Alex. Alex is a good guy. No, I, I I love Alex too. Like me and him literally will do a guy love together. Yeah, you'll sing. And you'll re- you'll record in, pu- it in public. You like, got to like, and he okay, is. Okay, hold on, hold on. Sorry. I'm gonna pause you right there. Yep. I'm gonna get real emotional real fast fandoms yes that's what the major topic of this was <laughs> how fandoms are actually bad about. yeah fandoms are bad for shows for not to say being a fan of a show is bad but how fandoms put a negative light on fans. so let me start with the reason i brought my ipad in today sorry i was playing with silly putty because i have a um i have a very nervous tick that i don't know if you ever noticed like you saw me carrying around that fish yesterday at work and I was squeezing okay, yeah. it. Yeah, I, I have that. a very nervous tick, so I've been. I when I record with Patrick in the past, that is always in my hand. The silly okay. putty. You need so to have some. You need to have some sort of like. I gotta have something. My face. my fingers feel. I get that. You know when you're like, have you ever pictured? There was a specific cartoon that did it, where a guy got entrapped in. Uh, he was trying to get out of the basement, and he got caught with his arm shut like this. I don't remember the show, but you know that feeling where you can't move. I can't picture that. All I think of for some reason is the greatest. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna grape you in the mouth. <laughs> grape you in the mouth. So you can't do that. Just picture of the grapeist. Um, you know that feeling you get where you're restricted to the point where you can't move your arms yeah. and legs. I feel that even when I can move my arms and legs. Okay. So this is the kind of stuff. So I you do. always feel confined. Like always. You, you, you want to be constantly doing something, moving. I understand. That. Me and my wife have talked about it at the time. There's a reason I run away, and it's because I just want to feel like I can. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to I'm trying to reel that in. I don't want you to do that because I love you, Kevin. I'm no, gonna be we're, honest. we're 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 reeling it in. We're getting better. We're you getting are better. legitimately one of my best friends I've ever had. If I stay at EB for the next like six months, mm-hmm. I will have been at this job longer than I've been at yeah. any job. And I know you don't like staying in one place, but I'm I would. It. I'm getting it. I mean, this is a good place to be, man. It's it is. I, and I'm not... I, I know I'm getting emotional. I'm getting sappy, but like. I don't, I don't want you to leave this place. It's not the goal as of right now. And actually, Franny's getting excited about talking about buying a house. And that's, that's, you know, that's heartwarming for me to hear because I would like you to be here as my children grow up. I would like you to be there. Uh, I miss. You know, I would like our children to grow up together. I have two godchildren that live really far away from me, and that's also something I'm really bummed about. Yeah, I, I, I know that around. sucks. But that's not the point. So I. When I, God, we got off tangent. So I oh, went we online. Are, we are nowhere near what the topic no, no, no. of this is supposed We've to be. We've got plenty of time. So I went online, right? And there is this website specifically called 
Top10s.com. You know how much I love my lists. You know I, I love them. I also my love lists. lists. So I am... Watchmojo.com, baby! Yeah. I am one of those people that, to a fault, will believe something I have seen, like, from someone else saying. So Are you a li- are you a Yelper? I'm not a... I don't, okay, good. I don't okay, listen to okay, so okay, good, okay, good. I will go to somewhere else and experience, my, experience it myself and form my own opinion. Yep. But, like, if someone who I enjoy watching says something... I will you'll take it. You'll you'll. This is I'll mine. Like, oh, that's a good point. I yeah. I can see that, and that is actually something that happened. I wouldn't say fairly, it has happened between me and you fairly recently, mm-hmm. but I had seen the thing before. Like I just thought of the title for this episode. Yeah, okay. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> that's the title for All this right. episode. I'm gonna write that. So down. me and you have talked before, and this uh, I'm not sure if it made you actually mad or just you know just the words saying I'm mad at you mad. But where I said that Nightmare Before Christmas was overrated. Yeah, I'm mad at you for that. You were actually okay. I'm, I'm, I'm. And I will say that is literally in my top. I can't think of a Disney movie that I like better than that movie. Okay. So that is arguably one of my favorite Disney movies. And I say that is overrated. Once again, because I think it doesn't deserve the massive fandom it gets. Okay, okay. okay. Hold on. And the reason and some of the logic I get behind saying that is from uh, someone who I I don't watch that much anymore, but I used to watch a lot with the Nostalgia Critic. Yep. He did a um, a video on Nightmare for Christmas, you know, okay. and it basically came to the, the whole point of the movie ended up being like, why is this movie as good as the, you know, the cult following gives it? Okay. And his conclusion came from, yeah, it's a good movie. It isn't, you know that fantastic echelon of movie that it becomes right. and you know the people who are fans of it literally have it on this pedestal so, that it is the best movie that so here's something i have to talk to to the fandoms mm-hmm. all right we hmm, shit me and jeff might have talked about this on a different episode that you might hear in the future it is impossible it's called a stoner thought you can never ever interpret something the way someone else does no you, you can't i i mean so, so like I love, so you love The Office. No, no, I, I, I like out of TV shows. You hate mayonnaise for X I, amount of reasons. Mayonnaise is disgusting. And I love mayonnaise. I love it. Yeah. I can never interpret it through your brain why yeah, you don't you, like Yeah, you it. don't understand why, I mean. You can, I called you, you, you specifically, be... I said, I'm a scientist, you're an artist. Yeah. It was a silly thing I said, but I stand by it. No, I mean, that's the thing, like, stuff like that, like, anything that is subjective, uh-huh. you cannot go at with an objective point of you view. You cannot be aggressively I like, mean, for fact, yeah, mustard are, is bad. It's like, yeah. nah, dude. There are things that. you can objectively say are bad. Like, there yeah. are things Fan that are... Fan Bad. I will say, I, I've never seen... I have <gasps> also... I have never seen that movie. I, I have seen, you had. No, I've never seen that movie. Oh. I know it is considered bad. Across the board. Yeah. If I watch it, I am sure I will think it's bad, but I cannot objectively say it is a bad movie. Okay. But that's the thing, like, there are, like, you cannot, like, you know, you love The Office. I also, Ooh, I enjoy, it. I enjoy The Office. I cannot objectively say that, be, that you love The Office, I love Scrubs, Scrubs is a better movie. Yes. Or a show, a show, show. Yep, 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 yep. Like, for different reasons, we like the show in different ways. Yes. Okay, so, I rewatched The Office, actually, we just finished it today, mm-hmm. the season finale. I cannot... I can tell you why I like certain things. I don't know what it is about The Office. I really don't. I, I 
It's not the best show ever made. Shit, Seinfeld is probably the best uh, sitcom ever. So made. Seinfeld is almost universally, critically, yeah, considered one of the best shows of all time. Yeah, there's a reason why Jerry went on his fucking <clears throat> insane tirade on Letterman, going, "I didn't have to quit the show." Do you know who I am? Yeah. And you're like, yes. And okay, in God. my opinion, I have never habitually watched Seinfeld. I've never no, been like... No, 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 I was like, oh, Seinfeld's on. I gotta watch oh, this. Oh, shit. Like, it's 7 I mean, o'clock. I mean, there's things from Seinfeld I quote because that Seinfeld has... So Seinfeld has created the term shrinkage. You and me both know. We hear this word shrinkage. We know what we're talking about. We're talking we, about... We think you of... Know, you jump in cold water, your dick What the fuck's small. his name? What? I'm too um, gone to think of it. Uh, George. You, George Costanza. Yeah. You say the word shrinkage. You say the word Festivus. You, I think of his father. I mean, I, I love fe- yeah. Like th- those are things like you like, say the word soup Nazi Seinfeld. Yeah, literally every like there's almost not a person in the world that you can talk about who doesn't know something. That yeah, came yeah, from. yeah. Seinfeld it's, is by far, dude. Okay, it is the okay. most important like for you know cultural society. It is the most important show yeah. probably that is ever existed so franny owns a frilly shirt and you can't not think of jerry seinfeld in his white frilly shirt you can't i, I literally see I, I have i have not actually seen that episode and you know it. and i can see that scene where he's bingo. talking about the pirate shirt bingo it's a white shirt with it's an austin power shirt of yeah. sorts and that's frilly the thing cuffs, like seinfeld is hat. objectively probably one of the most important shows that has ever existed yeah and i doubt. don't like it to the point where I can watch. I, yeah. I will never say to myself, I want to watch Seinfeld. Shit, let's put on some Seinfeld. Yeah. It's like, no. And like, you, I, I'm, I'm sure if I'm like, you know what? I have a, no idea what I want to watch. Let's put on The Office. You'll be like, that's a great idea. Let's watch The Office. I can almost and, and name all, the episodes. Yeah. If you give me a, a, a summary, I can give you and, the episode. In all seriousness, for like the importance of, you know, society and future people. The Office is nowhere near as good as Seinfeld. No, and you unfortunately, can agree unfortunately, it's yeah, not. and you can agree to that, right? Yeah. Like, there is one thing I love about no, okay. There's three things I love about The Office: Michael Scott, mm-hmm. Holly Flex, okay, Jim and Pam. Okay, so the Jim and Pam thing is that is a like that is the biggest thing that I think brings people in the office is because that is a a situation that a lot of people end up in no like, i mean okay so you know how many people, like i mean my relationship in general like yeah my fiance you know she was in another relationship when i met her bingo like that is That's literally a classic pam and roy situation gym, yeah like so that is a very relatable story like you are unreasonably in love with this person who you in no no logical reason could ever be with they're engaged they are with hey, a person they've been with forever, they hey, can never be you know what they with. say? Just because there's a goalie doesn't mean you can't score. Exactly. That's what they say. I don't know. Okay, that's all I'm saying. But, okay, so let's... let's. I don't know, I don't know how long ago we got off track. We've let's been re- off track, you know, for 39 minutes. No, no, no. I, I brought up what I was going to do. So we're going to talk specific fandoms. I've got some things I want to throw at you that yep. I know might hurt you a little bit. You've got some stuff you want to throw at me. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Top10s.com. I'm just going to read the top 10 and we're going to just quick reaction, yep, right? I probably read this list. So Quick reactions. One, bronies. 
Okay, My that, Little that was, Pony fandom. That was one of the biggest things I was going to bring up, actually. So, Fuck and, those guys. And all, Dude, do you so, know how much so, porn I have to scroll yeah, through and so, then you okay. just see ponies boning yeah. each other? So the biggest thing that sucks about Brodies is the Brody, the, uh, the Brody porn. Like, There's the, a the fact that The fact that people think in their mind, I need to see two fucking animated horses boning each other. Yeah, like that's that's gross. Man. I actually Ugh. used to play WoW with someone who drew yeah. Brony porn, and that was Ugh. weird. That makes now, me feel weird, I will dude. say... My Little Pony is a good show for what it is. For it does okay, okay. in my in my opinion, yeah. it does not deserve the massive fan base <laughs> it has gotten. Okay. Like I didn't even I, know Bronies was a thing until my little brother told me, Yeah, I watched My Little Pony and he did it as a Okay. If there's something worse than a toxic fandom, it's an ironic toxic fan. Yeah, so someone who likes a show because it's bad, and then, yeah. So, so Logan, you know Logan. Yep. We all know Logan. He specifically hates memes because they're no longer good anymore. <laughs> yeah, that memes is... Memes were cool is, in the first year. That is the... That is almost literally the definition of a hipster. Like, exactly! I liked, I liked it before it was cool. That is yeah. literally the phrase that you think of. When you think of a hipster. And that's what bronies are. They're like, oh yeah, they re... Because they, it got rebooted. Yep. Oh yeah, the new My Little Pony? Screw that. I only watched the original. It's like, I what? Actually, I actually don't agree with what you're saying right now. So I think that bronies came about because of their love of the new My Little Pony. Ooh. And like, Let's I see actually, what he said. You talk, I'm going to read. So I have a, a, a guy I used to play WoW with. He used to be a, a a pretty good friend of me when I played WoW. He doesn't play WoW anymore or anything that I play. But he... Uh, I'm too sloshed to read this. I can't. I'm Seriously, the words are moving left and right. No, I believe eyes. you, man. I I'm, can't. Yeah, so... I can't. He is very... Uh, he is, by definition, like, self-proclaimed a brony. Yep. And he... You know, he didn't watch the original. <laughs> you know, what? So, any well, boy... Well, the original was any, what? Like, n- late 90s, early Yeah, that's the Any boy... Living in the '90s, growing up in the '90s, did they watch My Little Pony? No, no, no. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yep. Power Rangers. Yep. Beetleborgs. That's no. all I got. What? And Are you gonna disrespect Beetleborgs to my face right I now? Say, I didn't say anything about Beetleborgs. Exactly. So that's part of the problem. I actually don't even know what you're talking. About. Oh my. Okay, you talk. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. But so most people who are you know self-proclaimed bronies are a fan of My Little Pony. Because of the reboot. Dude. And I will say, I have watched, you know... Two Hold on. Th- Fuck you in your face, Beetleborgs. Okay. I do recognize that. I do, I've i never watched. Hold on. I, I will you, say I have never watched. I'll do you one better. Beetleborgs was a show, Power Rangers spinoff, where yep. three guys got the power... Uh, Well, they got like these communicators that looked yep. like a beetle. It was a cell phone, yada, yada. Click it on. They get the suits... There was a genie, a werewolf, and a Frankenstein. I'm going to show you the picture. And they lived in a house. The house was kind of like Zordon. I literally cannot handle this show. Dude, I can't believe you don't know Beetleborgs. Beetleborgs, to me, was more important than Power Rangers will ever be. I do not remember that show at all. But So, so, sorry. Back to get back in time. I can't believe you don't know Beetleborgs. But yeah, bronies are primarily, you know, the most (sighs) recent reboot of My Little Pony. Yes. And I will say... I have seen probably. Th- I give every show, almost any show you tell me. You, you know, say, you watch know what the show? I say? You know what What's I say? That? You gotta suck a dick to know a dick. That's uh, what I you're mean, saying that's... right here. You're not wrong. So every every show, I will give a three episode test. And this Fair. is something. This is something I learned from my older brother DJ. 
You get every show with three episode test. Love DJ. And if after three episodes you still don't want to watch it, the show is probably not a good show. It's it's the um it's the twenty page rule of a book. Exactly. If, if you 20, really 20 pages, pages in, in yeah. there's nothing that is like this, that, or the other that you're interested in, yep. put the book down. Yeah. So I, I've watched enough episodes of My Little Pony to say it is a good show for what it is. All right. It is not a show I want to watch. Okay. It is not a show that deserves this fanatical fan base of, you know, anyone who is, you know, in their 20s. Yep. You know, it, it teaches, the show teaches good messages to children. It's, it's, no, no, no. You know what it is? It's the Care Bears without a reboot. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's a children's show. Mm-hmm. It is a show that teaches good morals and has decent quality to it. Yep. It is a good enough show to understand why an adult would want to watch it. Okay. It's, I, it's a, uh, so like regular show Adventure Time. Those are shows that adults so can watch, Adventure show, kid shows. Adventure Show, I've not watched Adventure enough to time, say. Adventure Time, sorry. Yeah, Adventure Time, I've not watched enough to say I love. Okay, hold but on. But I have watched enough. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> let, let me finish what? talking. I have watched enough to say I want to keep watching Okay, okay. It. You know what? redemption yeah you're good i won't say i love the show yet but it is put enough interest in me to want to continue watching i have lost hulu and cannot continue watching it hey hold my hand right here i own seasons one through five on blu-ray and collection dvds you say the word that is my number three so you've got the office one B is Rick and Morty, okay. and then three because of the tie of one. No, I understand. Is Adventure Time? Yeah, from what I've seen, I've understand. I understand how Adventure Time is as good as as is considered as good as it is. I have a friend who is you know I literally grew up with this guy. Yeah. Like I have known him since I can remember. Yep. He lived across from me. His name's Kyle. He is Kyle. Classic white guy Kyle. name. What yeah. up, Kyle? He is probably one of the best people I know. Yep. He uh you no, know, unfortunately he has moved to San Francisco. He is you know, he's doing things with his life. Yep. And he is ridiculously into adventure time. He well, is why wouldn't you be? Yeah, no, I understand it is great I haven't seen enough to have come to that conclusion myself. Yep. I have gone enough to know that I want to watch more of it. Okay. But so yeah. seriously, like I he do has, literally you know, own one through five yeah. and collection yeah. DVDs. So he is, you know, he's the same age as DJ. He went to school with DJ. Awesome. He has, Love he DJ. literally has Adventure Time tattoos on him. So, and oh, he is a successful. That's I want to talk about. He is time. a legitimately successful person in the programming industry. You know, I think he has a master's in cybersecurity with a fin on his shoulder. Yeah. He, no, his, his. Let's just assume it. Yeah, that. his back. He has a back tattoo, which is. What he says, uh, 8-bit pairings, so he has... (gasps) Wait, no, no, no. There's an Adventure Time episode where they go into BMO and become video games. Maybe that's what he's talking about. I I, I don't know. So his back tattoo is Finn and Jake in 8-bit. Love it. That's probably... Mario and Luigi in 8-bit. Love it. Lincoln, Epona in 8-bit. And I can't... There's a fourth, and I cannot remember what it was. Probably something cool. I think there's a fourth. Uh, so far, so, he's three out of four on the cool scale, yeah. so I'm guessing four so is cool. So Kyle is one of like Kyle's one of my favorite people I have ever known. Like he will always be an important person in my life and to my family. Like you know, yep. The Paradas and the Kellys, we lived across each other. <laughs> 
It's like a mob family. Kind hey, of, oh, you no. want to come over to the Prada's? So, so you got the Prada's, you got the Prada's Italians. On the, the day of my daughter's wedding, well, are no, you no, kidding no. me? It's not, it's not really a, a mob family. It is a, you know, why are they friends? It, 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 is, a, it is a Romeo and Juliet situation. You dare come to me because, on the day of my daughter's wedding yeah, this ends and up you being, ask me. This ends up being a, you know, a Romeo and Juliet situation because you got the Prada's, obviously Italian. Clearly. You got the Kellys. So we don't say Italian anymore. We say the Godfathers. Okay. So we got the Kellys, most likely Irish. Yeah, I did. And, it. you know, back in the 90s, if an Irish man fell in love with an Italian man, Ooh. they were literally, they were on their own. Murder, suicide. Their yeah. family would kill them if they did not get far enough away yeah. to not be found. Yeah, fair. Fair. So, Solid. But, I don't know, like, these, you know... I, you know, Kyle and Justin, they were the two kids, oh, Kyle, Justin, and Kaylin. They were the two, they were the three kids. In Kaylin? Kaylin. Is that a boy? Girl. I had a girl named Kaylin who was my best friend, first <laughs> through seventh grade, love interest, eighth through okay. tenth grade, and then I... So I I'm going to say, I am not anywhere near close to Kaylin. Ah, But Kaylin. Kyle and Justin, they are literally my oldest childish friends. I have known them yeah? literally... Since I can remember knowing anything. They have always been there. Okay. I feel legitimately bad if they're ever around and I don't see them. So, can I just say something? My first memories legitimately are from getting hit by the bus. So, unfortunately... I mean, to be fair, you got hit by the bus at age, like, what, five? I was five. So, unfortunately, when I try to think back in my timeline, as old as I can go, it goes... Bus accident. I was yep. five years old. It was in January, so I was a little over five and a half. Yep. It's bus accident. I can't remember anything until I'm like no, fucking like, twelve. No, that's the thing. I understand. I, I got so, nothing. I mean that. I mean I. I know I have joked about that, and I don't know how you feel about jokes about your bus accident. You know what my favorite thing to do ever is? What's that? Someone says, "Dude, you just threw them under the bus," and I go. Not cool, man. Really yeah. not cool. So that's the thing. I actually don't know. Like, I am a very sarcastic. But you have to know that. Yeah, I'm very yeah, sarcastic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you actually feel about the bus accident jokes. Middle. Middle yeah. of the road. It, so most I of know, the time. It's I, cool. I know for a fact that had to have been a traumatic experience. It was for intense. You. Like, it is legit. Like, I'm sorry. If that was not a traumatic experience for you, there is something wrong with you. Yeah, no, no, no. It was. Um... So you literally could be dead. Yes, like there I was is, within moments of. There was dead. a realistic point in time where you should be dead, right? There now. was a phone call you, to my parents that said, "Your son is in the ICU. We don't know what's going to happen." Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I know for a fact, Mom and Dad, I love you. Yep, I know for a fact there had to a point in your life where I would not be sitting here next to you talking. Okay, well, you want us to take it back a scale? Let's take it back a scale. My parents. Life goal, quote unquote, mm-hmm. was to have a daughter. Yep. Freddie born. That never born. happened, right? You don't have a sister. Hold on. Freddie born, cool. We love you. Andrew born, cool. We love you. Jacqueline born, umbilical cord wrapped around her neck five yep. times. She passed away in birth. Yep. Awful for my parents. I can't even imagine I, what mom I, and dad man, that's like, Hold I'm, on, hold on. Oh, man. Kevin born they told them i was a girl they said you're having a daughter yeah i mean i don't want to be mean but you must have a real small penis at that it's point. what it was i mean okay it's what it was <laughs> well, uh, we don't oh, that judge. Was, that was the movie click yes 
Okay, <laughs> so... Oh, you have a girl! Yeah. Oh, wait, no, that's a tiny snuggle! That's what it was at the time. Kevin is born with the uh, umbilical cord wrapped around his neck yep. four times. Can you imagine? No, I can imagine. Your daughter dies from it being wrapped around her neck. And your son, they say, his, his umbilical cord is wrapped around his neck. We need to do something. They yeah. do it, yada, yada. I live. And then my parents go, we're good with having kids. Yep. It didn't work out. Travis is an accident. Yep. They have four boys. The girl that was supposed to happen was three and she passed away. The boy yeah. that was supposed to be a girl... Almost passed away, and it turned out it was a boy. Um, by the way, Angelica. My name was Angelica. Your name was your name Angelica before they realized you were yep. a girl. And then I came out, and they named me after my uncle Kevin. His name is Kevin Wayne. I, I, I would kill to have my middle name be Wayne instead of Austin. Which don't get me wrong, Austin's a cool name. So I know one person in my. It's a friend of my brother's. I don't know. So unfortunately, I know a kid in high school named Austin who was a douche. So I was like. That's Wayne. not the guy who killed his boyfriend, right? That was Lewis. Okay. Shouts out to Lewis. Unfortunately, you don't deserve a shout out. Dude, I was like, does, <laughs> yeah. does the guy who killed his boyfriend for saying he's gay deserve to be a No, shout- he doesn't no, deserve That guy shout-out. deserves probably what he's getting. The 25 to life he's getting. Yeah, he probably... De- I mean, I don't want to think people deserve to be in prison, but someone who kills someone for just, you know... Hey, you're gay and I'm going to tell people, no, you're not. Yeah, he deserves it. Yeah, it's unfortunate. But anyways, I was not supposed to exist in general. Yep. I did. I was, let's no, say, I'm actually, hold no. on, let's say I was roughly 20 minutes from death yep. with my bus accident. I lived. I yeah. sit here today as a depressed mess who doesn't want to live, and I lived. I will be here for the long haul. That's just that's just the end game. That's just what it is. Yeah, so I'm I'm not quite the situation where you're in. I, I never got hit by a bus. I never had a bill core wrapped around my neck. Right. But I was at risk of dying as a fetus as well. Okay. So when I was a fetus, they did the ultrasound, and my heartbeat was literally, I believe... <sighs> We're at 53 minutes. Sorry, I, I just we, we are We are way off topic. That's okay. We'll come back. And my heartbeat was, I believe, twice the speed a normal feel heartbeat should be. Woo! It's because they knew you were going to be way too tall. I know. They, they were like, all right, so this guy... I was, I was born at 23 and a half inches. I don't know inches. Yes. Like, I don't know I what... Mean, that's, that's, that's almost two feet. Wait, 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 wait. That is an absurd wait, wait, wait. size My niece was born at 18 inches, and they were like, she's perfect! Yeah. Okay, 23 I and a half inches was the size I was born at. <laughs> that is an absurd size, child. Yeah, you ain't kidding. And at some point, I don't know if it was, like... I, 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 I've never asked this, and unfortunately, I cannot ask this. I Shout out, Jake's mother passed away. I'm sure she was... Just the most wonderful woman ever. I, I love my mom. I don't want to talk about because I will start but crying. Papa Tom is here, and we love Papa Tom. My dad is also a great person. He's Papa my, Tom. That's my dad. Wait, my what's pro- his my, real name? Dan. Nah, Papa Tom. So yeah, my dad. I am very. I have a very simple personality. He yeah. is. He is always joking about. He's very sarcastic. I, I love my. I dad. get that. I, I get love that from my, all three of you that I know. I I've I love my family. I have never been in a situation where I'm like. Oh, I don't fucking care about my family. I've never, <laughs> I've never felt like that. Like okay, I've never been. I that, have, so yeah, we'll I, talk about that later. But so, but yeah, there was a point where they were afraid that I wouldn't, you know, actually be born because of how ridiculous. I wasn't sure. And you're my, the middle. Yeah, right? in the middle. Okay, okay. Yeah, and like it DJ, is. DJ Jake Luke. Got I'm it. not sure if this is actually, you know. Effect of that, or if it is just you know me knowing that this was an issue or not, but like yep. even now I get to the point where I get like you know 
heart palpitations, you know, hypoglycemic incidents, right? You know, I drink, ate too much sugar, yep. drink too much coffee, stuff like that. Or don't eat. That's, I know, your yeah. big thing is when it's one yeah. o'clock and you haven't eaten yet, you're like, yeah, I, I legitimately, I'm like, I'm like Muhammad Ali over here. <laughs> too soon. Too soon, man. But you can't like, drop Muhammad Ali reference on us. <laughs> you know what? You guys, you got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He just, you know, like, floats like a There was a point where it was a concern whether or not I would, you know, yep. even live. Yep. But, I don't know. I don't know where we got. So, let me. <laughs> yeah, we I, are way off. That's fine. We're at 55 whole, minutes. Yo, we're 55 burn. minutes in. Let's the point of this, this episode list. was to talk about fandoms, and I don't know if we've even talked... We've let's, talked about it a little bit. Let's burn through it. Okay, so number one was bronies, they're douches. We all know that. Okay. I have met one brony in my life I like, and that is because I knew him before I knew he was a so brony. So he's not a... Yeah, so it's different. Number two, Five Nights at Freddy's. I know that okay. was a fad. You are actually reading off the exact symbols I read earlier. I don't know anything about Five Nights at Freddy's. I know that the, sh- the movie... Or not the movie. The game sucked. Yes. The game is not it. a good game. And now recently, for some reason, in the past like year, the game has blossomed into Dude, like... I would say it's more than the last year, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. And so we don't know anything about the show. Was a, the, yeah, the show was a trash game yep. that got rebooted recently and yep. suddenly has a ton of fans. Yep. So I don't know enough about it to talk about it. I think there's four of them so far. Yeah. So let's roll past that. Directioners. One Direction. I mean... It is what it is. You are, by the way, you are reading off the exact list I read. That's fine. I literally looked up toxic fandoms and this is what before I came here just to make sure I had some sort of idea of what And this is it. And that is what, yeah. All right. So we'll move- okay, so I will sing if on the radio, I will sing most One Direction songs. How can you not? And that is not, so One so, Direction is as, you know, if you look at it objectively, there is no depth there. So hold on, hold on. They are by definition a equational yes okay so let me say that the reason zane left the band is he tried to sing it his own way his r&b sexy way and they said no 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 no, do it more generic he said that in an interview so one directioners who love one direction it is literally a formulaic version of a pop song how can we make this sell out yeah, they that go, is, boom. They, they go off the Backstreet Boys, you know, and sync. That, that, that whole uh, formula, you know, you make a song in this fashion, in this, you know, beat, it is going to be successful. Yep. There is nothing you can do that will not make this successful. It's the Migos of pop music. Because yeah. Migos is. And that's the thing, like, I. I no offense to, towards Migos. Yeah. And I feel like, I actually feel like shameful for being able to say this, but I hear a One Direction song and I can sing along to it. I don't feel anything wrong with that. I mean, you have to. I love it. I love Wonder. I'm I'm the Frankie of us right now. Frankie loves One Direction. Does she really? She. Oh God, I cannot even. So you know how much she loves chicken tenders. She does love chicken. Roll that into music, okay. and that's One Direction. One yeah. Direction is Frankie's chicken tenders. I feel like there isn't a One Direction song that comes on the radio that I cannot sing. Yeah. But I don't I always feel bad about being able to sing Dude, it. Dude, it's because it's it, it's a literal formula of what words work together. Yeah. You can it's not like some sort of like okay, so you know how I am with hip hop and and heavy metal. Metallica is number 1. Metallica is probably my favorite band. So with hip hop, it's J Cole, Kendrick. That's one and two. Boom. So Jake I'm I, I don't say them hip hop they're rap. So this is for another yeah, episode, we're, 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 So This is for right, so, another so episode. Kendrick, for sure, is rap. 
Okay, okay. J. Sure. Cole, you can argue, is on that fence. So, so, so. Because J. Cole has some musicality to his So, let delivery. me tell you one thing. Rap is a formula. Yep. Hip-hop, hip-pop, and pop are the genres that rap yep. can fall into. J. Cole, hip-hop. Kendrick, hip-hop. Okay. Drake, pop. I will show you a YouTube video. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm getting way too turned So Kendrick right and... No, no, no. Mar- this isn't a music podcast. I, I know we don't want to talk about this. This isn't a music podcast. I have the idea in my head. Kendrick and more recently, like, Damn and all that, like, that is more accessible music. It's hip-hop. Yeah. So Kendrick, in his, you know, inaugural debut, was 100% underground rap. He was... Okay, hold you on. Know, I'm gonna get turned up. Let's move off music because right, we'll, I'm we'll, gonna get turned. Okay. Okay? I don't want to. I don't want to get you know Kevin mad at me. Yeah, yeah. Let's move off. So let's let's go back to this. We'll talk music another day because yeah. I will get very passionate yep. about J Cole and hip hop and Kendrick. Yeah, so, as someone who has played has done a lot of music stuff in his lifetime, I'm very opinionated. Okay, so we'll move on to that. Number four. <laughs> let's go back to our list that we were working off. Number four was Undertale. It's a game. Don't know it. I'm so, ready to move on. Yeah, DJ has played Undertale. Yep. You know, you know DJ. He is. Yep. He's not a walking meme lord, but yep. he is aware of. Ev- oh my god, he is literally the smartest person I've ever known. He's a doctor. I mean, he's not a doctor. But he's an honorary doctor. So DJ is a hundred percent the smartest person I've ever known. He is smarter than me. He's smarter than my brother. You know, I will. You know, if you ask me with DJ in front of, I will yep. say I'm smarter than him. Yeah. But he is off record. Yeah, he is. Unfortunately, prob- we're recording on the record, but yeah. off the record, he's probably the smartest. But I ever know if I ever have a question about something, you go I, DJ. I, I ask DJ, and he has God, played. Undertale. I love DJ. Undertale is 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 the it's a good game. It's from what I've from so, what I've, so I've never played. Do you want me to read you what it says? What does it say? It says, Undertale is a great game. The story, the characters, and the music is all great. But those 10-year-olds ruin everything. So it's, it, yeah, it's basically saying that the fandom sucks. Yes. It's saying the game is good. If you play the game for what it is, you will enjoy the game. If you try to read into why the game what is, is considered so tell good. Me, tell me what it is. I don't even, I've never experienced Undertale. So as far as I know, like I said, I've also never played it. As far as I know, Undertale is just an RPG game. Okay, like yeah, it uh, is. It RuneScape is or yeah. uh, no, not, not uh, <gasps> RuneScape is an MMO. Oh. It is a. It is an RPG. Fable. Like, yeah. Skyrim. No, not even Fable. Like think like NES, like an NES RPG. Uh, uh, shit. Franny just had me play this game that I can't remember. So literally, you just one person walk along. You upgrade yourself. Yeah, so. like think of like Final Final Fantasy One. Okay, okay. Like okay. that style of game. Okay. It is that style of game, and from what I've heard, it is a good game. Okay. There is no reason why, if you like that style of game, you shouldn't play it. Uh-huh. I don't know anything about it to warrant its fan base. Okay. We'll move on from that one. Yeah. Number five... Where am I? Five? Number five, which we can both agree on, Believers. Justin Bieber I mean, fans. They just like his music. There's nothing to fall Once there. again, that's another situation. I can sing most Justin Bieber songs. Yeah. That's because... You want to know my favorite Justin Bieber song? What's Boyfriend. <laughs> If, if I, I was, was your boyfriend, boyfriend, I'd never let you go. See, we can both just start... Yeah. St- no. It's so easy. Yeah, I can sing along to most Justin Bieber it's songs. so good, dude. And it's not because I think they're good songs, they're catchy. They're formulaic. And they're dude, there was on a, radio. There was an article that just came out. Bill Hader was the SNL host for the first time since he left okay. SNL. And they did an interview after that uh, hosting session, and they asked him, who is the worst guest during your tenure? Okay. Him and Jay Farrow, because they were together, said mm-hmm. Justin Bieber was disrespectful. I believe and Justin aggressive. Bieber is an 
awful person. Because Justin Bieber is almost the epitome of what you think of when you think millennial. Can I just say one thing, though? Justin Bieber, do you remember the roasts, uh, Comedy Central stuff they did? I remember what, I'm not sure what roast you're talking about specifically, but I do remember the Comedy Central so, roasts. So, J- Justin Bieber did a roast. Yep. The very was final... He the, was he the subject of the roast or one of the roasters? The subject. Okay. So, his final that, section was perfect. Okay. He said on stage, what happens when you give a 14-year-old $2 million? Yeah. So, that's the thing. I don't think Justin Bieber is as bad as he gets. It's the thing that created him. That yeah. Is the so, issue. that's the thing. Like, Justin Bieber is almost the epitome of what I think is currently wrong with society. Yes, it's I agree. The, it's the YouTube mentality of... Jake Paul. It's the Jake Paul of I don't know who that is. He's but, the fucking YouTuber who went to the Japan suicide forest and he saw okay. a guy who hung himself and decided to make yeah. jokes and film it with yeah. the guy in the background. So I've told you this before. Like that is the thing I think is wrong with society is the YouTube mentality of no matter what we I talked do, about we I said what's worse actually yeah. at work, yeah. Yeah, so no matter what you do, if you post it and someone follows it, like that is important. Like yeah. the Tide Pod. How many talk, likes can I get? Yeah, like who cares about eating a fucking Tide Pod? And Craig. that is a big Craig thing right cares. Now. I mean, we went to Craig's birthday. Craig is, I think, 28? Whew. And at his birthday, he had Tide Pods on the snack table. Yeah, because it was he a made, was... He made the jokes. Like, we got snacks here. We got Tide Pods. We got Doritos. We got, yeah. That and is think, Justin Bieber and I think of the music that is, So, Justin Bieber, I think, is he is a decent singer. Yep. There, like, there is no reason why Justin Bieber couldn't be a successful singer. Boom. He is decent a singer. And yep. I will say that right now, and I will probably be judged for saying yeah. that. Like, Do you want me to start singing oh, Baby, Baby, Baby? Because you'll be able to follow me. Because Baby, you went... Uh, yeah, you'll follow me yeah, yeah. perfectly. It's I'm thinking easy. of I'm thinking of Eeny Meeny. That's a different song. But. Eeny Meeny My... Oh, wait. Yeah. That's... Come on, that's, dude. That's, that's Sean, Sean Kingston. Kingston. Come no, on, yeah. that's the That is the very first song I think of. And once again, that's because when I was in high school... I religiously followed the Nostalgia Critic. I do love Shelton Kingston, so that's okay. Yeah, and he did a review of Eeny Meeny. Oof. Eeny Meeny Miney. Oh, shit. I can't remember that song. Right. Doesn't matter. So, Kevin, I, re- I apologize. We're going to have to cut the podcast. You're going to have to edit the podcast at the point. I really need to piss. I have to as well. So, hold right, on. So, we'll, just... take a, we'll take a bath. Should I stop it? No, you know what we'll do? Yeah, you do whatever you want to do, but I really need to use the bath. All right. Six foot 
No way. I believe it, sure. Is this an iPhone? I would guess it's two. talk about anything we wanted to talk about. That's okay. Let me write down. Alright. So we were on Believers, right? Yeah. Let me write down. Did you actually pause it? No, I didn't pause it. I let it keep recording, but I wrote down okay. the numbers, 105 and 110. Alright, so we're I apologize back. for that. No, no, no. It's alright. So we're going to move past the Believers, because the Believers are douches. That's true. Girls were literally cutting themselves because he cut his hair. That's Do you true. remember that? No, I don't remember <sighs> that. So I, you know... I don't follow Justin Bieber, aside no. from whatever comes up on, you know... I think I just said earlier, Bill Hader said, it's the worst... He's the worst yeah. guest on there. So we'll yep. move past that. Six, I think we can move relatively quick past, Sonic the Hedgehog fans. So the only... So I can't think of many people who are... So Alex loves Sonic. Sonic is probably his favorite video game character ever. Yep. Yeah, I think his email is like supersonic something. <laughs> okay, like he loves Sonic, but the only person I can think of who is like, you know, you think of Sonic, you think, oh, that's awful. Is do you know who uh, Chris Chan is? No. Okay, he's some YouTuber. He is. Yep. Most likely heavily autistic. He is, you know, okay. some chunky guy, some chunky kid, and he is like. Like you think, like you think of him, and you think like, "Oh, this guy's disgusting." Okay, okay. And like, I don't think, I don't think of Sonic of having that much of a fan base, other than no. the fact that DJ 
at one point put me onto this guy and I know he exists. Okay. Okay. So Sonic the uh when the Sonic Mania came out, people lost their minds. Okay. Like finally a good Sonic so game. Sonic Mania and all it was, was, was a port. One. Yeah, so Sonic Mania well, it was well, on the it, Switch. It wasn't a port. It was all new, but it wasn't anything so the game was new. It wasn't anything really new to the Sonic yes, franchise. It was, okay, so it was new using the original styling. Yeah. Yeah, it was, the, it, was, it was the standard Sonic format, which, I mean, I'm sorry. If you tell me that the Sonic on the Sega was bad, I don't know if I can... No, 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 know, no. I don't no, know no. if I can sit across from you. I have Sonic 1 and 2 yeah. in that room right so now. So Sonic, like, Sonic on Sega were probably some of the best games ever made. They are And that's there. what Sonic Mania goes back to. Yes. And the nice thing about it was it was all fan made. Yep. Sonic or Sega literally yeah. reached out and said, well, "Yeah, so Nintendo Sonic Mania, yeah, so Sonic Mania was a fan game that eventually got Nintendo's eye and like, yo, we're gonna support this. Yes, you are now Here's a Nintendo, money. You are now a Nintendo product. Just yes. put it out there. Here, you're a developer. We're gonna pay you on the Nintendo pay rate. Uh, pay. Um, yeah. What the and, fuck's it's payroll? Yeah, and we're gonna give you money. Yeah, and I never played it. There is not a person I know who has ever played that game and said, this is a bad game. Yes. Uh, number seven is Weebos, and I'm going to cut that right off. Like, you mean Weeaboos? Weeaboos. Okay. And I'm going to cut Weeaboos right off and just say anime fans. So I don't think being a fan of... So I'm sorry. Being a fan of anime and being a Weeaboo are completely different. Okay, I... I agree to disagree just because I don't know so, what weeaboos are. So you like you like certain animes, right? I like, love... F- hold on, let me you tell like you. One Punch Man? Boom. One Piece. Yep. Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah. Those are the three. So a weeaboo, to me, I'm not... You know, I don't know if I, my opinion is correct on what they are. We'll find out. But a weeaboo is someone who loves Japan to the point where they... They basically love anime more than someone who is in Japan likes it. Like... They're someone, they're an American person who's like, I'm going to learn Japanese and just... Hold on. Oh, shit. I have a friend that's like this. Okay, my friend... No, you probably have a friend who's a weeaboo. I have multiple friends who I classify as weeaboos, and I I don't say I don't want to associate with them, but they're not like people who I talk to all the yes. time. Yes. So, my buddy, uh, uh, I don't want to put his name on here, actually. No, that's fine. I have a friend who moved to Japan... Mm-hmm. Well, he studied abroad. Yep. After the end of his study abroad, he said, fuck it, and he just lived yep. there. Went to college there. Now he speaks pure Japanese. Yep. He, oh God, I, I'm going to hate myself for not remembering the name of the instrument, but he plays the, um, it's like a guitar. Is it sitar? It's not the sitar. Okay. It's like a guitar with only four or three strings, and you strum a note and then sing. Okay. Strum a note, sing. Full on Japanese. He lives there. He has no intentions mm-hmm. of coming back ever. I think that's what a weeaboo. I would say that. Yeah, that is a wee. That is like the American dream of a weeaboo. Like you get okay. to move to Japan. So he lived their fantasies. Like that is yeah, that is a weeaboo who has fulfilled their fantasy. Okay. And I don't think liking anime and being a weeaboo are the same thing. Like okay. I, I, I Andrew I, is not a weeaboo. No, Andrew likes Dragon Ball. I think. Yes, right? he loves Dragon Ball. And Z. like that's like, you, like so I like. I appreciate shows that are good. I don't care if it's animated, if it's anime, if it's live action. Any show that someone tells me is a good show, I will give it a chance. The three episode rule we talked about yeah. earlier. Yep. And so a weeaboo to me is someone who's like, you know, oh, you know, Full Metal Alchemist. If you don't watch it, you know, yeah. subbed, 
You're not a real fan. Oh, fucking, you like to go on and watch uh, ER? Screw you, you're not yeah. watching uh, fucking... Yeah. So anyone... So the, uh, the Attack big, on Titan. Yeah, the first sign to me of a weeaboo is someone who, no matter what, decides an anime is better subbed versus dubbed. Okay. And well, there are... Oh, oh. There are so I, I know you prefer sub versus I'm dubbed. I'm a subbed guy. Yeah. Yes. But there are multiple animes that... In general, like generally speaking, the population the agrees. The most popular one, Dragon Ball Z, is better dubbed. Yeah. So but people, I disagree. so in general, people agree that Dragon Ball Z dubbed is better. Full Metal Alchemist dubbed. People consider that Naruto. better. Actually, I, Naruto's I, in the middle. Naruto's I don't. In the I don't know. So Naruto was like, in my, I think Naruto was like the first like big anime that got got big traction. American in America. and Japanese. Yeah. Trend. Yeah. So, when I think of an anime, when I think of an anime that is better in English than in Japanese, I think of Full Metal Alchemist, Dragon Ball Z, and I believe it is uh, Cowboy Bebop. Okay, okay. okay Those okay, three okay. animes, a lot of people you talk to, whether they even oh, even if they consider themselves a wee, like people who consider themselves weeaboos, will agree that those are better there animes. Is one specifically one. Gundam that is better dubbed than some. Okay. So I have not XC or X Gundam X maybe. Yeah, I don't have much to say about Gundam because I was never into Gundam. Dude, get into Gundam. I just got to tell you. I'm gonna be honest. At this point in my life, I probably won't get into Gundam. Dude, the closest uh... thing to getting into something that I... so I've heard rumors. I, I, you know, Alex has told me that the new Voltron on Netflix. Yep, I've heard is incredible. Good. I've heard that. I've heard good. it's incredible. I haven't watched it. Yep. I haven't watched the old one, so I have nothing to yeah. base off of. Alright, let's move off of Weeaboos. And this one I firmly agree with. So, okay, this is a generational issue. Mm-hmm. You always think the person younger than you is worse. Okay. Always. Every generation has. Whether it's this, that, or the other, every generation has gone, the people who are I mean, the generation always, below me are yeah. assholes. Yes, and you always want to think that your opinion is right. Exactly. And anyone who has a differing opinion, they're either... So, Dumb for thinking that opinion, or they're wrong. So this one, which is super popular on the internet, 90s kids. The okay. people who post the fucking memes that show, That's if the... you're not a 90s kid, did you see my shirt? Did Christy show you the shirt uh, I sent her? I bought a shirt yeah. that is the um, plastic cup decal. Mm-hmm. Remember okay. the blue and purple? I bought that shirt. Mm-hmm. Those people who say that's the quote unquote best time, fuck you, yeah. fuck your face. Yeah, so I... I consider myself a pretty objective person. We're both 90s kids. You were born in yeah, 91, I was born in right? 90s, you were born in 90s. We're both 91. Yes. Yep, right? yep, 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 yep. So, Franny was I mean, 90 and yeah. Christy was like 62. She was, she was 80. 60. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Roughly, 1943 was when roughly, Christy first came roughly. into the world. Yes, yeah. yes. So I consider myself a pretty, like, I tend to not, I try to at least, tend to not, you know, bring bias into an equation. Word. But like, so today I saw... It wasn't today. It was yesterday I saw on Facebook a meme like, you know, 2000s kids could totally beat up 90s kids. Like, uh, fuck those First people. of all, why is that even a thing? Second off, right. you're 10 years younger than us. Yeah. Well, so fuck like, you up. I, I'm sorry. You know, yeah. I'm 25 years old. I'm 26. Sorry. I don't even know how old I am. I, I want to believe I could beat up a 16-year-old. I don't want to beat up a 16-year-old. <laughs> I will, though. <laughs> But if if, you know, if it comes down yeah, to it, I'll fuck I him up. I want to believe that the average sixteen-year-old in this world could not take me in a fight. No, like, are you kidding me? That's like the classic statement. 
how many waves of fourth graders could you get through before yeah. you lose? Yeah. Endless. I could just keep punching 10-year-olds in their faces. <laughs> Pow! You're done. Yeah. Pow! You're Obviously, done. you're not going to punch a bunch of 10-year-olds No, no, in no. But in this hypothetical, but, yeah. dude, it's nonstop haymakers, yeah. dude. It's there shouldn't... Until you get physically exhausted to the point you shouldn't lose to a 10-year-old in a fight. But... So, there really shouldn't be an argument like... 90s kids aren't inherently better than 2000s kids. No. You know, no, not at all. I mean, you know, obviously my, you know, the way I feel about shows, like, I will like the 90s shows in yep. general. I hate Hey Arnold, for example. Okay, well, Hey Arnold's a 90s show. Yeah, yeah, and I hate it. Yeah. So, I will have that, you know, that nostalgic feeling. There is almost no, like, force stronger than nostalgia. Like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. A no, show can a be absolutely awful, but you remember watching it when you were five or six and years old. And you're like, "Oh shit, this is the best yeah. thing I've ever and seen." And like that feeling of nostalgia makes it better for you. Oh like, yeah, it doesn't matter how bad that show is. You remember loving it, so you love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. Like you can't say, you know, "Hey Arnold" is better than you know "Adventure Time." Adventure Time is a better show. I'm sorry. Adventure Time In is... In this scenario. Yeah, sure. Adventure Time is better than Hey Arnold. Yeah. Adventure Time is a 2000 show. Yes. Hey, oh, no, 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 no. Adventure Time is a 2010 That's a 2010 show, show yeah. Yes. I, uh, I mean, so because of the age I'm at, the 2000s and the 90s blend together, like... That's SpongeBob fair. is a '90s show, yeah. but in my mind, I think of it as a. 2000 It started show. in '99, so yeah. you're fair to so say. So I think of that as a 2000 show. You know, I think of you know, Hey Arnold, Angry Beavers, stuff like that. Those are '90s shows to me. Yep. SpongeBob and Further to me are 2000 shows. Fairly Odd Parents, yeah. Adventures of Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. That kind Even of though stuff. technically speaking, a lot of those shows are '90s are technically '90s shows. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I think of those as 2000 shows. Yep. 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 And I, you know. I won't watch SpongeBob and keep it on because SpongeBob is on. Yeah. But I have fond memories of SpongeBob. Yeah, of course, without a doubt. And that's the thing, like you know, Avatar: The Last Airbender's uh, two thousand show, Teen that, Titans. Uh. So the last Avatar: The Last Airbender, you will have to hard. I have a really convincing argument. Tell me that's not in my top five shows of all time. I, I thought you were going to say ten right there, and I was waiting. Wait no, minute. that is our, like I can't think of many shows that. In all around are better shows no, than Avatar. No, no, no. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah. And that is literally a children's cartoon on a children's network. Yep. That literally has to be one of the best shows of all time. Yep. Like, yep. I can't think of many shows that are objectively better than that show. Yeah. And there is not a point in time where I'd be like, Avatar is on. If Avatar was on TV, I will watch it. Oh, every time. Every yeah. time I'll turn that on. I... Like, I am not, you know, you are getting me into comics and, like, Preacher. Oh, do you like it? Okay. I, I love Pre Preacher. Oh. You had to have known I would like Preacher. Yeah, Preacher, yeah, yeah, yeah. Preacher reads similar, similarly to one of my favorite novels of all time, John Dies at the End. Not one of. The favorite. I would say John Dies at the End, my favorite series of all time. Like, yeah. I love that show. Yeah. And Preacher is a very similar style yep. of that. Like, you yep. had to have known I was going to love that yep. series. But, like, I am, like, you know, I've started reading the Firefly comics. Good I stuff. would be willing to read the Avatar comics just because it is a show I legitimately love and it is a new story that I've never read before. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. care. Like, that's the thing. Like, this comic could be, like, I could hear this comic is awful. Uh -huh. And because it is a new story 
in a show I love, I will read it. So I'm going to get you deeper into comics because I think, for example, my Daredevil. Okay. You you know how I feel about you Daredevil. Love, Daredevil's your favorite comic. Daredevil is number one favorite superhero of all time. Yep. Some of his stories, you don't have to care about the character. Blind guy gets superpowers. Yep. Cool. And some people will argue he didn't get superpowers. He just got enhanced powers. Fuck him. <laughs> but, so, I will get you into the point where you're reading all them comics. But, bring it back. 90s kids. Yep. They feel this entitlement that they know the best entertainment. They know the, the best music. They know the best this, that, and the other. And that's the thing. Like, and they're no wrong. One, that's, that's, sorry. I'm sorry. No one ever knew the best or whatever. There's well, always... me and Jeff just talked about this. Okay. Kendrick Lamar went on a uh, interview, and he said, specifically pointing out mumble rappers. You've heard the term, right? Uh, like like uh, Lil Pump and stuff like that. Lil like... Uzi Vert. Uh, 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 fucking, there's so many of them. I'm Future sorry. is one of yeah, the beginners those, of it. I, I, I don't like listening to them. I, I understand, you know... You know, kids these days. We can say kids that. these. Yeah, days. we can say that now, right? We're, yeah, we're, we're adults. Older, kids know. these days. Like, so, I mean, I, that's that's the that's the that's the path to fame so is YouTube, social media. Kendrick Lamar went on an uh, interview, and me and Jeff just talked about this, and said, or no, me and JJ just talked about this. He went on and said, "Without these people, you don't have the evolution." Okay. So '90s kids right now are in that kind of like. What we know is best, and mm-hmm. in 10 years they'll go, oh, what we knew got us to Adventure Time, got yeah. us to this show, got us to this, yeah. and it'll move on for us. That's the thing, I, 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 I hate that thing, like, you know, you have the Gen Xers saying, millennials are ruining the world. Yep. You have the millennials saying, you know, Gen... I think it's, well, so millennials it, aren't part of the Tide No, people, no, that's which the, is, I think Gen Z... Gen something. Gen y. Fuck it. And so I don't that's the thing. You have all these people saying, like, you know, this generation. That you know, comes with age, though. You always the blame the like, next people. Listen, it is not their fault. Yeah. It is, like, it is, first of, all, first of all, I don't think we're a problem. I don't think millennials are a problem. I think it's that we are different from the Gen X. Yes. Dramatically. And dramatically. I'm different. sorry. No matter what you say, the Gen X are the ones that raised us. So yes. we are a product of them. They can't complain about how we see life. Because they turned us. The same way how we can't complain about how the kids eating Tide Pods are eating Tide Pods. I mean, obviously, that's dumb. Yes. No. There is no first things first. I'm that sorry. Is dumb. There is no logical reason why eating a Tide Pod should make sense to you. Yep. And that is, in my opinion, the YouTube generation where you don't care what you're doing as long as someone else notices you. Yes. And it's I'm the not, fame genre. I'm not trying to say fame, that, you know. Uh, I'm not generation. trying to say that that's ruining society because that's going to be what society is. Yeah. I'm saying that that is a reflection on us. We are the ones doing wrong there. Yes. We are the ones not instilling the correct ideas in people. Yes. It's so, it's it's a it's it a never, never ending cycle. It is never the generation's fault that they're over there, and I don't think the generation uh, is necessarily a problem. It is just you know you see something different, you think that's wrong. Yes. All right, well, that's going to, shit, that's going to wrap us up because we've run long. We had a, a brief break in the middle that'll cut us down, but we've still run way too long. And we never actually got to No, the no, point. no, we didn't even, I mean, so we started, we did the might, list. We this did. might actually be another topic for future because I don't think anything we talked about is what I intended to talk about No, no, today. probably not, but we started it. We yeah. started what we wanted you have a, to talk you have a nice, about. This is, a, this is the, uh, you know, the teaser for the next podcast. 
Bingo. Which will probably happen because I have those other podcasts to release before this. It's a never-ending cycle. But either way, that gets our general ideals about how fucked up people are, I guess, is really what it is. And uh, like the shit you like and don't judge people for not liking it. No, it's, I mean, sorry, you, it's not necessarily, I mean, you can, I mean, I'm not just going to say you can't judge them. Like, you can have your own opinion on them. Yes. It's not right to outwardly say, like, you know, oh, you love anime, you're a fucking nerd, get yes. out of here. Like, or, oh, you think Rick and Morty's cool? Have yeah. you ever seen such and such yeah, and such? I will say the Rick and Morty fan base, probably one of the most toxic fan bases currently. You know what I'll say is the most toxic? Because I only know one person in it, mm-hmm. Smite. Tommy. Tommy will go to his grave saying that it is the best I mean, MMO. I'm going to say from someone who plays League a lot. Aggressively. League is probably one of the most toxic player bases. Yep. But fam, I, I don't know. Like, Tommy seems like a little bit of a meme lord to me. So He was a very LB-esque character. Yeah. yeah. But either way, so like, it's not like, you have no right as a person to say because this person likes that, that it's wrong. Yes, yes, and, and that's I, a, and that's applicable in I every mean, aspect. And that's the thing I can't say I don't do that because I see someone you know I see a brony watching you know they're you're fucking, super aggressive mayonnaise. Yeah, I, I don't get how you're against mayonnaise it. is gross. So I don't get gross. it. I don't get that but, at all. So you know, obviously, I as a person who doesn't understand it, I see someone painting a picture of a pony fucking another pony, and you're like, whoa, think, whoa, whoa! It's like, what's wrong with you? You've but never seen Clerks 2, to be fair. I have seen Clerks 2. Yeah, I know, but in the joke of the situation, okay, yeah. Kyle and his sexy show, stud. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Shit, what's her name? Something and her sexy stud. I know stud. it's something and the sexy stud. The stud is the guy and... Fuck. Leslie. Leslie and her sexy Leslie stud. Leslie can be a guy's name or a girl's name, yeah, too. <laughs> yeah. It's Leslie and the sexy stud. Boom. But, yeah, so I... Let's see. I try to understand... like. I consider, I do consider myself an intellectual. Yep. I and don't. I try to under, well, I mean, you self-deprecate yourself probably more than you should. I'm the second most self-deprecating person you know. Yeah. Albert. But I'll be, he fully embraces all the Oh yeah, he takes it all in. And I love him for that. But so, but yeah, I try to understand why someone could like something. Yep. I don't try to judge them for liking it. Yep. You know, when they go to the extremes, I, I can't say I don't judge them. Yep. You know, I can't say I see the person who's like, I'm drawing some ponies, having sex with other ponies with 14 dicks. It's so hot. And I think there is no way this is right to me. And I I feel justified judging someone for that. Okay. Okay. I'm just picturing ponies banging ponies right now. And I'm at and a you want to go out there and bang a pony right That's now. What's, I understand. It's hardscaping yeah. it. And I can't blame myself. But no, I, I try to understand how someone could like something before saying they're wrong for liking. Deal. And like I said, I give everything the three episode rule. If I watch the first three episodes, you will look of the show, through three pictures of ponies banging ponies <laughs> yeah, before you, know, you say it's weird. You know, if I don't come four times, it's not right. Exactly. Yeah. The third, first time you're like, okay, third time. Like, I was like, oh, there's just the dick there. I'm going to come. Okay. Third time you're like, wait a minute. And it's like, oh, this like, is. No, it's no, not doing it for me. No. Weird. Yeah. It's a fair rule, and I recommend everyone. <laughs> and like, that's the thing. Like, there are exceptions to that rule. Because I, I love. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, that could have bailed on the third episode. And that's the thing. I will argue that that show does not pass... That show does not pass the three-episode rule. It doesn't pass the five-episode rule. No, that show doesn't 
past the first season rule. Yep, yep. You watch the first season of that show, and I will not feel bad if you say, no, there's no fucking way I'm watching this show. But that show picks up. As second to fifth. Yeah. And so on. And I will argue that Angel is never bad. I've never seen Angel, so mm-hmm. I, I can't give... I've seen parts of Buffy, yep. never seen Angel. Yeah. And I know you're friends with people who are big into Doctor Who, big into Buffy. That was number nine like. on the list, was Doctor Who. Fuck them. So, I think the Doctor... If, if we're thinking of the same list, the, the Doctor Who is Doctor Who versus old Doctor Who. Don't know. But either way, I enjoyed Doctor Who to a certain point, and then I got tired of it. Yep. And that's... Once again, that is a big thing in me, and... I am big on character development. Yep. And I don't like the Doctor Who formula where after Every a certain two point, seasons they reboot. It's not a certain season number. It's just at a certain point they're like, bring in a new Doctor. Yep. This so, one dies. Bring, that's the whole point yep. of the Doctor's character. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and I get super attached. Like, I love the character development. And the formula for Doctor is when the Doctor dies, he reincarnates. Yep. Yep. And that reincarnation is a completely different person. Yeah, not even similar. They have the memories, quote unquote, yeah, they, but they, they don't know, even show that in the show. Yeah, they know everything the old Doctor knowed, knew. Knowed. Knows of. Yeah, everything the old Doctor knew, but they don't have that person. They have a completely new personality. They're a completely new person. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, I absolutely love everything that was the David Tennant Doctor. Everyone does. I mean, come on. There, I... You'll be hard-pressed to find a person who didn't love the David Tennant Doctor. Yep. And that is probably some of my favorite television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David Tennant is beloved, hands hands yeah. down. And he, like... I mean, you've, you've probably watched some episodes of that. And yep. you've agreed that those specific episodes are great television. Yep. Like, they haven't been enough to make you be like, oh, I'm going to watch this series from start no, to finish. No, no, I don't like Doctor Who. And I no. will fight anyone who but, says, it's totally worth having... Yeah. 13 seasons like fuck but you it's not you worth will agree three. that those specific episodes that people have pointed out that are like these are the reasons why you watch it yes those are those are probably the epitome of television yeah they're great shows yeah but i you know the i can't remember his name is matt something matt smith matt smith yeah i liked some of his stuff but even him i didn't like him as a doctor i liked the supporting cast around him the story around him yeah yeah, yeah. So I watched some of that and then I stopped. That was that was number nine on the list, and we'll get to that. We have more to talk about when it comes to yeah. This um, is probably a two, this is probably a two part episode. We'll we'll find more to talk about. We'll find we'll come back. We to don't this. have to find more because I don't think we've talked about yeah yeah we anything we saw. We haven't, we haven't about. started. The whole point of this was Rick and Morty makes a bad fan base, and we were gonna roll. It on was it. yeah. It was a combination of Rick and Morty is probably one of the worst fan bases, and how fan bases just like deter people from watching shows yeah. that they should watch. How my fan spe- bases ruin shows. Basically. My friend Patrick specifically said he waited on watching Rick and Morty because of the amount of people who said, yeah. dude, watch Rick and Morty. And that's, that's, and part, that's, of the, that's part of the... It's Firefly. Of it's Firefly all over. So, Everyone keeps telling me, watch Firefly. And I'm and like, you've, no. You've, you've watched a good deal of Firefly yeah, with me. Yeah, 10 episodes. You nine. have to agree that show is worth watching. Yeah, it's great. There's it's no great. reason why someone shouldn't watch that show. It's As- phenomenal. Assuming they shouldn't... You know, assuming that person doesn't like you know, it's a space show. It's a Western yep, show. Yep. So if you don't like space or Westerns, I sure. Can, but I even agree. then, it's got action. It has it has action. It has great, absolutely great, like the absurd amount of character development they managed in such to get. a short time. Yeah. Like one of my favorite episodes you have seen now is the episode where Jane turns on the crew. 
So that Jay, is so, oh okay. And, so I talked about this with Mike uh, Fogarty at work. Mm-hmm. That is my favorite episode to date. Is yeah. the uh, uh, fucking what the shit's it called? Um, where they go and and hob. Uh, they they the they, hospital. They yeah. try to steal yeah. the stuff. So that episode, Jane Jane's whole thing, like his big character thing, is he will do anything for money. In the very first episode, you see him. The Alliance officer tries to tell him, you know, you don't know how much money these guys are worth. Like, you know, you will be basically a rich man for turning on them. And he says to Mal, the money wasn't good enough. And Mal says to him, you know, what will happen on the day where the money is good enough? He's like, that will be a very interesting day. Yeah. And you see that in the Ariel episode. The name of the episode is Ariel. Yeah. And in that episode, Jane turns on the crew. He's like, the money is too good. If I turn the guys over to the Alliance... I'm going to be a rich man. Yeah. And he turns on them, sees it going poorly, and decides, you know, this isn't worth it. I'm going to help these guys get back to the crew. Yeah. And Mal being the, you know, you know, Mal is, a, you know, the whole series, Mal is smart. He's a step ahead Which of everyone. Which one's Mal? Mal is the, the captain. Got it. Yeah. I didn't know his name, honestly. Yeah. I just kept calling him Nathan Filling. Yeah. So Mal realizes at the end that, you know, there is no way this plan could on sour unless Jane turned on us. And in that, in that scene, there is actually, I believe there is a interview with, I don't know if it's Nathan Fillion or if it's with Joss Whedon, but they're like, what saved Jane in this scene? You know, Mal is ready to go up into space with Jane in the airlock. Yep. And it is the point in that scene where Jane says to them, what are you going to tell them? Why are you going to say I'm, not, I'm yep. dead? And he says... Make something up. Yeah. Don't tell them what I did. You see that Jane is truly remorseful. Like, he truly doesn't... He he understands that what he did was wrong. Yeah. He shouldn't have done it. Yep. And Mao sees that, and he's like, okay, I see he understands what he did was wrong. He, does, he, he doesn't want to be that person. And he's a vital member of the crew. Yeah. And, like, you see that throughout the rest of the season. Like, you know, in the very next episode... I haven't Jane, seen it yet. No, you have seen this episode. Have I seen that one? In the very next episode, Jane spends his win- his you know his take of the bounty buying the whole crew a crate of apples. Oh, right, 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 and right. It's not really you know explained in the series, but like you know fruits and stuff like that, anything like fresh and grown is rare. Yes, in this situation. So the fact that Jane would spend a good portion of his winnings or his winnings his his earnings on this, yeah, yeah. you know, big job to buy the entire crew a whole crate of fresh fruit that shows how, like, you know, remorseful and scared he is that they yeah. they would know that he did something wrong. And this is a little bit of a spoiler, not much of a spoiler, but through the rest of the series, Jane is afraid of River because he's afraid River of River. River is the pastor. River, River is the, 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 the sister. Oh, okay, right, right, right. He is afraid that River knows. Because she knows everything. Because River is like, yeah, he's, she's like, he's afraid that River knows what he did. Yeah. And that, that would, you know, he would come back at him. him. Yeah. Oh, I got some stuff to learn in this show. Yeah. So I got, this is something that's never like, that, that might be said. I'm not, I'm not sure if that is actually, it might be said in the show. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. It's not a big like point in the show. Yeah. But it is, like, one of those, like, offhanded comments that are like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing, like, Joss Whedon is always, like, he is always credited as, he is fantastic at dialogue. Yep. Like, 
That's his thing. So his takeover of Justice League. Yeah. You can tell which scenes are his. And that's the thing. It is constantly accepted that he is great at dialogue. And there's a point where they're like, can he do anything else? And one of the best episodes of Buffy, universally considered, is an episode where there is no dialogue. Ooh. There's not a single word said because the, pre- the 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 premise of the the episode is that there is a monster that takes away your ability to speak. Oh, and so I that I've whole episode was Buffy. made because someone said Joss Whedon's nothing without dialogue. He is literally you know a dialogue driven writer, yeah. and he makes that episode to prove that he is more than just that. And I, that is considered one of the best episodes. I have to ever. see that because that sounds like Charmed. And Charmed has a couple episodes like that. Mm-hmm. There's one episode, Monkey See, Monkey Do, Monkey something, okay. where the the statue of the ears, mouth, mm-hmm. eyes covered. Yep. Phenomenal. But, all right, so we'll come back to this. We'll, we'll I've got a bunch of epi- episodes will, to release. Yeah, we'll, yeah we'll, we'll probably come back to this. Some, but this will it, probably it'll be the be, next thing you hear me on. Yes, it'll be a few, uh, a little while, so... Until then, we clearly have much to talk about. This is the third time wrapping up. This has been Men of the Machine. I am Kevin. I'm Jake. And you will hear him, if not super recently, in the short distance. Uh, It's going to be great. Hopefully you tune in. This has been Men of the Machine, and thanks for listening. Have a good night. Good night.